Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Welcome to Strong Word. This week, brought to you by Tripping, Pro Flowers, and Dollar Shave Club. Tripping? Are they a new sponsor? This is the second time we'll be doing a read for them. Was I previously on a Tripping-sponsored podcast? I don't remember. All right. Well, I'm excited. What do you have uh, against I'm Tripping? Gus. I just, I'm Gavin. I'm you're, you're David. And I'm David Eddings. Uh, pleasure so, to be here. We didn't, we, we didn't go over that. I'm Birdie Birds. I'm That's Gavin Free. I didn't say my last name, but it's Free. Do, do you feel the need to say your last name a lot? Since like David's a fairly common name, yeah, most people uh, just call me Eddings uh, or um, Eddings. Uh, oftentimes, I get David every now and then. Uh, I've never introduced myself as Dave, but yeah, uh, because there's so many Davids out there, Eddings. But the problem is, is there's another David Eddings out there too, which trips people up as well. That's my cousin; he's a fantasy author. Yeah, he wrote like the Belgarian. <laughs> you related to the dude as well? Yeah, oh. yeah. So who has the Twitter handle? That would be me. Nice. That would be me. I get a lot of his uh, followers. Does though, he have so. David Eddings too, or like something else? Uh, he's dead. On he passed away about uh, seven years ago, maybe six, whatever. But uh, so pre-Twitter. No. Also, he was he was pretty much against computers. He wrote longhand and, mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So didn't ever squat a website or anything. So. Yeah, he had to fight over the MySpace account or something like that. Yeah, no, he didn't even know that MySpace existed. He was uh, pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, Pretty out of it by then. Mm. He was about 40 years old to me when he passed away. What was crazy though is that I was at E3 when, when he died and I was standing sitting next to somebody and they go, it was right when Twitter first came out. He goes, hey, you're dead. And the moment that he said that, I knew like, oh my God, no. And then throughout mm. like the next couple hours at E3, everybody's like, you're dead, you're dead. And I'm like, dude. And it was like two hours later, my father called me and let me know that it Wow. Wow. So That's I somebody making that, a joke that they couldn't possibly see the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I get that. I That's weird. Yeah. I think I've, I've I think I've heard of something similar where um, somebody like walked into a room and goes, wow, who died? It's like, uh, our friend died. We just found out, you know, it's that kind of thing. It's just like, oh, shit. Also, you know? you're in a funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird timing. Like, ask, <laughs> Everyone's in the last. Yeah. Right? You know? It's like interrupts the eulogy. <laughs> hey, who died? The, uh, but uh, there's some people I know in life, and I think David Eddings, you were one of them. There's some people that I call by their first and last name, and I don't know why. And I can't think of anyone else I do it before. I'm trying to go through the list of people I know in my head. Gus, you might have been that way for a while. Like I might really? have referred to you as Gusarola, even though Gus is yeah, like, like such an uncommon Gus name. Gusarola, like rolls off the tongue. It's yeah. like Gusarola. It's all uh, liaison, isn't yeah. that what they say between the two? It's like Gusarola. Yeah, when you have uh, two words where they string well, together. I just learned something then. I didn't know that. That might be a French term. What's it called? Liaison. Oh, before <laughs> 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 we get to the, the offensive well, accent portion do it of the podcast. I just want to point out I'm also enjoying, uh, not an official sponsor, Postum, the alternative to coffee drink. Are you so, drinking Postum now? Mind. I just have a cup of water, but I just wanted to like give a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you went and grabbed that. They're normally back behind you. They're, dude, they're, ever since they were on our podcast or we talked about them on the them? podcast, they've, I, they've like catapulted to 350 followers, I think, on Twitter. Yeah. Ooh. Are they a little luck. 400 coming up. I'll see. I'll see what Postum's at these days. Let's look that up. So, um, you're you are a fellow uh, flamethrower pre-order person. Yeah. Did you really? I pre-ordered a flamethrower from the boring company. Yeah. I got about a thousand tweets about that. I I I was gonna ask you if you were gonna get one because obviously for slow mo guys you have more of a use for it. But then I thought he's probably been asked this a thousand times. Well, people asking me because I had a flamethrower and, and someone nicked it. I know that because yeah. as soon as I posted on Twitter about the flamethrower, everyone said, don't keep it in your shed. And I was like, what's this shed joke? And apparently you kept a lethal weapon in a shed outside your house. And now it's gone. Where else do you keep a flamethrower? In the kitchen? The garage! Why not? Well, any? There's already fire one. in your kitchen, right? Closet. <laughs> I don't have a flamethrower closet. I guess really... Now you gotta build one. <laughs> what, well, I don't have a flamethrower anymore. 
I would keep so a gas can in my shed, and that's really the dangerous part. The the flamethrower just throws it, but you can throw it, right? You can you light can gas throw, on fire and throw it. Yeah, did that for video as well. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna get another flamethrower. I already made that video. I don't need it. Well, also, look it looks you. like it's just air, and it's like. Like less than a ten foot flame. It, oh, yeah, we had like a fifty foot flamethrower. Yeah, this is a very casual flamethrower. Yeah. It is <laughs> like a cosplayer version of a flamethrower. It does seem like it's been limited in what it can do. Well, it looks like a super soaker, so that's your first hint that it might not be the most industrial flamethrower around. It's also gas, not liquid. Like when I associate a flamethrower, it sprays a liquid which sticks oh, to stuff. Right. Yeah, this my old one. It was, it was like napalm. It was like goo. Man, I'm starting to think maybe this thing is like the equivalent of. The it's like the spray? Fisher Price flamethrower, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. My, my first flamethrower. <laughs> my little flamethrower. <laughs> or like the equivalent of the hairspray with the lighter, you yeah. know? Except I don't think less it's, dangerous, hopefully. I don't think it's ever caught anything on fire. It looks like a bug assault with a It looks a like a paintball gun with a silencer. Bug assault. Have you seen well, I'm gonna yeah, borrow yours. You, you ordered one already, right? Alright, great. You're gonna bring it up to work. It, though. You're gonna what? I'm gonna cancel it. Why would you cancel it? I'm not sure if I can. You can't what cancel, if you cancel it. What you Elon Musk called you? Why like, do what, you, what went wrong with your order? Why did you buy one? Uh, because, strictly because, uh, I have learned over my course, David Eddings, of my career in video games, yeah. as a consumer, I have learned never, ever, ever pre-order hardware, or software, always pre-order hardware. Because <coughs> hardware is always in, uh... Great demand, and if you get it, you can just sell it. Just like, like a vessel. Yep. I can probably, yeah, exactly. Just like Google Glass. If I, if I get this whatever flamethrower thing in, uh, I even ordered it like next day shipping, which was like 40 bucks more, but I got it in case I decide when it gets here, it's like, oh, people are going to want these things, they're all sold out, now it's a big deal, and then I could sell it if I want to. You could open it up, use it, and sell it for more than you bought it for within the first couple of days yeah. the, because of the shortage. Yep. That's smart. I would have sold those dopey little Nintendo things that have and, all the Nintendo games in them. NES Classic? I hate all these things. I hate, I mean, just just get the digital version on your current Nintendo console. Don't well, get they don't have it. You can't have, you can't, yeah. What do you mean? You can't get that shit on a Switch. Well, why not? I, I don't work for Nintendo, dude. I'm just telling you what the way it is. They should they should offer it like a because digital. Exactly download. what you're saying. They want to demand for that tiny little thing. Exactly. And then it, and then we were we got some, and I was like, oh, these are people are going crazy for these. I don't want this. We'll sell it. But it was given to me by as a gift for who, a speaking speaking engagement. Who hurt you? Who at Nintendo hurt you? Uh, no, it's, it's it must that. be the same person that hurt Ryan. <laughs> Ryan hates Nintendo. Why? I don't. I don't know. David Eddings, what was your first console you ever owned? Uh, the very first console I owned was the uh, Coleco Telstar. It was a Pong console. Holy cow! Yeah, uh, yeah. Back in did the, you have hockey as well? Time. Yeah, we had uh, we had uh, tennis, <laughs> hockey, and squash, which was basically <laughs> you versus God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what was funny is you could actually there was a there was an analog slider between the games. You had three choices of games, and you could slide between tennis and hockey and give yourself an extra guy. Yep. And there, of course, both sides had an extra guy. Of course, all the guys moved in unison up and down like so that. So you're playing but, two games at once, kind of. You could play. Well, you could have. Have an extra hockey guy, I guess. Is that was know. that the first day you became a cheater? That was a, that was hacking. That was that was <laughs> yeah. It was just it, it happened automatically. You couldn't help it, but getting from one game to the other, you would see it. The transition happened. You're like, wait a second. What if I just left it there? To be, I love a world where that's worked. an analog function. Changing yeah. game is like, well, you're almost <laughs> Very there. Analog. Yeah. To be clear, this is the way this thing worked. This pong yeah. that was tennis, but then when you had two on your side, that's hockey. Yep. Then when you had three, that was soccer. 
And so <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty ridiculous, uh, but it was a lot of fun, and we spent hours. And, and if you wanted to, to take a break and pause, you had to align the paddles so that the ball would go right in between even, mm -hmm. so you oh. could you get to a point if it was a tough, you know, and then you could walk away from it, and you could leave it there. Call like, truce. It's be yeah. like, all right, I'm not going to move it if you don't move perfect. it. You know, I spent so many years playing Pong before even the Atari came out that uh, there was actually a giant Pong at the uh, National Video Game History Museum in Frisco, Texas. And when it opened up, uh, they invited uh, like Palmer Lucky and Cliff Blazinski, uh, 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 some other guys that were there, uh, uh, Vince Zampella, you know, like a respond. I know I'm name dropping and everything like that, but it was, it was a bunch of these folks. They were interviewing him and whatnot. And we got to play giant pong. They had big, giant freaking pong with a big paddle like this. Oh, I see it. That's it. Yeah. And I, yeah, there the, it is. There, and I, that's it. That is it. And I, I kicked all of their asses. I was undefeated on a giant pong. Is there a cobweb uh, hanging from the knob? What is that? It's a knob yeah, that's web. a retro thing. <laughs> that's probably for uh, some Halloween get up or whatever. Yeah, but right, uh, right. but yeah, it was it was it was awesome. And uh, and I played Palmer and and I kicked his ass and I went to say good game and he just turned around the other way and walked yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's good to know those guys went because now I can go and there's less likely a chance that I'll run into them. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually saw I was at a uh, open house for my kid and. Uh, was somebody, one of the other parents there had a video game museum from Frisco, Texas. Mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things, what do they call that? Some kind of bias when you see something once and then you start oh, seeing it. Like confirmation oh, bias? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but something that's not confirmation bias. It's like it's like when you buy a car, you never see them on the road. You think, oh, I'm going to get a unique car. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that's all you see yeah. is the same model in, uh, of your car, right? So literally two days ago, I heard about this thing for the first time and now you're bringing it up. There is it go. worth going to this thing? Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I'd like to say that I had a little bit to do. In fact, uh, uh, there's a little, my character, I have a character that's on the mural in there on the wall, whatever, but... Uh, Can you tell us what character that is? Nah. Okay. No, okay. it's a, it's a little robot. It's a little... Yeah. All right, so for those that don't robot. know... All right, by the way, I didn't even... So, uh, by the way, the fo to the folks that are listening and watching, uh, I, I'm a new hire over here at Rooster Teeth. I uh, started, what, about six months yeah, ago? Yeah, not that new anymore, six months in. Yeah. Know, it's still, oh, still they gave it away new. on the thing. I have, like, a, I have a lot... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there you go. So yeah. I'm the voice of Claptrap in Borderlands uh, and also TK Baja in uh in the game too uh and uh, and i'm and i'm even doing uh we're you know i'm doing another voice in the game that we're actually publishing here at rooster teeth which we'll announce and if you want to whenever we want to get to that point he's but voicing the rooster no no, no <laughs> I'm, I'm, voicing, I'm voicing a character in in a game that we're going to publish here's we're, what we're doing we are trying to get Four pong paddles at once, and then we're gonna have our whole own yes. sport. That's rugby. Yeah, he's sport ready. Yeah. So my wife doesn't play video games. Uh, That's but a shame. She uh, like she'll like be around when I'm playing video games, and uh, she hasn't met you yet, but she fucking hates you. Oh, because in, 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 the, in the first game, she hates the character, right? Yeah, or, or does look, she really hate me? Look at me. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Check me out. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. I was, yeah. like, she would hear that every. I should be like, what the, the fuck screen. is this game that you're playing? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. It. You know, I, I totally lifted that line from uh, from a movie, or no, from a cartoon, an old um, Hanna-Barbera cartoon, Tom and Jerry, which they lifted it from like a Bowery Boys serial, which nobody is going to know what that is. No it's black idea. and white days, whatever. But that, check me out, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. It's a, like this, uh, from this cartoon, Tom and Jerry, it's like, yo, yo mama, catero, or yo, yo tam, tambi, something like that, I forget yeah. what it is. And, uh, his little mouse, he's over there dancing with like this little uh, mop type of, uh, uh, you know, 
God, like, yeah, now you say that, I feel like and, I remember yeah, it. Yeah, and, and I think these are like the original memes back in the day because I swear <laughs> I swear that Curly Howard from the Three Stooges also said something like this, right? Oh, I could see that being a Curly line. I'm yeah. dancing, I'm dancing. And so, and yeah. so I totally lifted and stole it. In fact, most of the, most of the stuff that I, yeah, that, there you go. So the great artist, right? It's, there you go. But, uh, so, so, you know, the character is supposed to be irritating. Right, right, right. Because, because uh, you know, the character's there to remind you, to nag you that you have... Missions that you're supposed to complete because if and you, you want to get away them, from him, <laughs> you will out level the missions and you're the, the whole thing screwed up. So, well, you do get an achievement for high fiving him, which is like the easiest achievement ever in any game. It took me forever to figure out how to do that. One. I love it. <laughs> really? Did it? Yeah, it says it on the screen. Come on. Because you, no, I know you says high five him, but you don't know what to do. Like, am I supposed to? Oh, you're supposed to melee hit him. Yeah, that's it. That's Give the high five, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, high five is just punching him in the face. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it does a different animation. You actually, uh, high five him, but uh, high five. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's, uh, there you go. Teddy's absolute favorite character. And which, which is the one that's uh, the moon one where you can play as Claptrap? What's yeah, the pre-sequel. Pre-sequel, that's yeah. what it is. And uh, yeah, he played as Claptrap. When, I remember when they announced that, when you guys announced that, I thought, that's going to be interesting. Because that's a character that's uh, playable. Uh, it's like, that's a lot of time with that I character. I was against the, the whole idea. No, really? I, I thought it would have been overexposure. Uh, and I thought that nobody would want to play that character. I was completely wrong. That was the most popular character I'm to not play. surprised to hear that in the and, least. And yeah. uh, it was very, very surprising given the fact that it was useless. Like it was, it was <laughs> random, right? You know, so people would try to complete this game uh, with useless, with four useless characters playing together. It was nuts, but you know, I I, I want to say that, and, and I, in defense of your wife, um, it's, he's supposed to be irritating but endearing, like your kid brother. You know, your mom says, "Yeah, you can go hang out with your friends, but you got to take your kid brother along, and you'll slap your kid brother around, but you won't let anybody else do it. Yeah. You'll circle the wagons around your kid brother." So that's what that's who Claptrap. No, I think to be. I, I loved uh, Claptrap in uh, all that series of games. In fact, I think you know, close to the end. Spoiler for the end of Borderlands Two. It's your fault if you ever played it. <laughs> yeah, if you, you know, close to the end when uh, you know you're going, you're gonna finally confront everyone. Then you get to the area where there's the stairs. And then Claptrap just has that breakdown where it's like, no! it's like the one thing that he yeah. can't get overcome. <laughs> it's like, it, was, oh, it was probably the best moment, for me, the best moment in the entire well, thank series. thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Also, I, in defense of your wife, I want to give her a shout out for putting up with you for the 16 <laughs> hours that you're not at work every day, plus weekends. It's, it's a lot to deal yeah. with. I'm, I'm, she can I'm not like or dislike whatever she wants, in my opinion. I think, I'm, she I'm, puts I'm, up with you. I'm going to frame the shirt when I'm not at home. That way she can always have my face to look at. It's there like I'm always go. there. there. Don't do go. that to her. Perfect. Well, my wife has. is the opposite. I've been married for 25 years, and my wife is sick and tired of me. She's like, can you work late tonight? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, well, we got off on a little bit of a tangent here, but the thing I was saying, Gavin, is I don't hate Nintendo. My first uh, console that I had was an Atari 2600. Uh, then I got a ColecoVision and some other stuff. And it was like probably five or six years before Nintendo came out. By that point, it's, it's not my retro sweet spot. Like, if you played Atari 2600 games, you'd be like, you wouldn't be excited about oh, that. Yeah, I played Atari sure. 2600, and I was excited for yeah. NES. I mean, yeah, the shit out of Atari Twenty. Kind of in the middle ground, though. To me, it's like it's not, especially like the Super Nintendo era. It's like that's not me. retro that's to funny. me. You know, remember when when uh, when the Intellivision came out and it actually had animated uh, stick figures and mm -hmm. crowd noise. The baseball you know. game was fucking great. You yeah, you can hear the, the you hear the crowd. You can hear the smack of the bat, and and uh, it was great, right? You know, and then, go back and, and listen to it. It's probably like it was terrible. <laughs> it, 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 it sounds, <laughs> it, it sounds like static <laughs> now, but but they had the B fifty two bomber one with the voice. Uh, the, separate the, module, the, yeah. The voice bucks. module, yeah. It was good. It's like B 52 bomber, whatever. B 52 awesome. bomber. <laughs> it wasn't anything that nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was really, really electronic. I, I'm not Watch sure I consider black. I'm not sure I consider like Super Mario World retro. It's just what I grew up with. Like, I don't consider that a retro game. Yeah, do you consider retro like before your time? Yeah, like shit What's and cabinets and time, stuff, though? like stuff. 
Hey. Like what we're talking about. Everything that we've just said for the last 10 minutes. I remember when Super Mario Brothers was actually an arcade game. And I actually bought the NES because I knew it would save me money at the arcade. Uh, I was a 50, I was 15 years old at the time. I was assistant manager at the mall, and I sent an assistant manager of what? Uh, Furlati. It was a, uh, a, a smoothie. Yeah, it was like the yeah. very first one. Um, and uh, this was at Town East Mall in Mesquite, Texas. And uh, I, yeah, I know. And so I sent a, an employee to Toys R Us to pick up the NES for me, and I didn't go to <laughs> sleep that night. I, uh, I stayed up all night long uh, playing that game and freaking loved every minute of it. We don't think about it much these days because of the state of like PC gaming and consoles now, but it was a very, very big deal that the NES was the same experience as playing it in the arcade. It looked the same. The home yes. versions of all games sucked. Like yeah. the the uh, the transition from Pac-Man from arcade that to Atari, that's what sank the Atari 2600. Caused the, the video game crash of 1982, which the video game industry declined by 95%. Yeah. That's why they didn't want the NESs at all at retail. They had to do that ROB to make it a toy. Mm -hmm. right. They would even carry it. At, at the oh, store. the robot? Yeah. yeah. So that it would be on the toy. Gus has one. But did they have two games? I know they had Gyromite. And I forget what the other game was. All of them sucked. You just went and yeah. the, just pushed, pu pushed the button. It's like pick, picked up the top and yeah. moved it, F put the it down robot, somewhere man. else. F the robot. It, it looks cool, <laughs> but it doesn't do anything. Dude, like, damn thing. like when you see the box, you're like, oh man, is that thing gonna play games with me? Is it gonna <laughs> right? talk? No. It's just gonna move these stupid little tops. And it would like oh, open it, doors for you in Jaramite, wouldn't it? It's it. Yeah. yeah, it was so sad too. You wanted it to be your friend, but it wasn't gonna do a goddamn thing. <laughs> I don't understand why, like, and I, I guess I know why they did it, but they designed it with, like, those big eyes, and it's like, wow, this is gonna do so many- No. It's just plastic. But it actually it did look at the screen, though, didn't it? Because it flashed- the screen would flash and give yeah, it instructions. Yeah, there was some sort of, like, like, like the light gun. Yeah. There was, there was some sort of light sensor on there. It, you, uh, it was fascinating to me the way that the, the, the zapper worked on the NES was, you know, the screen would flash, and it's not that anything was coming out from the gun, it was the sensor in the gun was reading when the screen flashed, and what was hitting it. Right. Like, there was no, no transmittal from the gun, the gun was the passive receiver. It's such cool technology though, I love, I love all that old Yes, crap. like, how are you gonna make this work <laughs> with, you know, such limited hardware resources? It was amazing at the time. That was such a, uh, an incredible uh, period, what was that, uh, 85 and, and then the Christmas of, uh, the New Year's of 86, whatever. 86 is when I associated when, when, Nintendo, when, yeah. Yeah, when that came out, and man, that was, yeah, it was 86, so. It was uh, it was magical, and the NES uh, brought video games back in the home like nobody without else. question. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and 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 even even now, even though I didn't, you know, I was fifteen by when that came out. Um, that was uh, it's still it's it's retro. It's it's still the you know it holds a place in my heart even even more so than I think the Atari. I think Cole ColecoVision was the closest thing at the time to remember. He had the Donkey Kong was like, oh man, it's almost like the almost arcade, like right? It. Yeah, yeah. But finally, with the NES, it was arcade quality. Same thing. Yeah. Do arcade cabinets? Count as microtransactions. Uh, with continues? <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's, I, I, I think it's I like, feel a, like that came full circle. It's not necessarily <laughs> a microtransaction. I think it's, it's almost it's like just the transaction. Right. It's, it's almost like uh, an equivalent of like a freemium game where it's like, but without the free part. <laughs> you know, it's like you're paying well, in installments to, walk to up play to the it. game. Right. You can watch the demo screen. Yeah. Then if you want to interact, then it's like little iterative charges. I wonder how the NES would have gone if you actually had to put money into it. What's funny is I did the same like, thing you did. You talked about card. using, you know, about justifying it as spending less money in arcades right. if you had an NES. Uh, I was still, I was too young. I couldn't buy we it on my own. But that's how I justified it to my parents. I was like, if you buy me this game console, what's up, man? <laughs> I, won't, I will not hey, go to the arcade yeah. anymore. 
Oh, you want to talk about that? Oh, thanks, Jack. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Let, let me read something before okay. we get to that. I feel well, like that's right. a, that's okay. a great thank you. That's a great idea. Hook to hold off on. I want to remind everyone this episode of Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Tripping. Did you know that the average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental? You can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. Whether you're looking for a cabin or a beachfront home to get away to this winter or are already looking ahead to vacations this spring, Trippy can help you find the perfect place to stay. Vacation rentals offer flexibility, perks, amenities that hotels don't, like multiple bedrooms, backyards, hot tubs, free Wi-Fi, and even fully stocked kitchens so you can plan and cook your own meals. With Tripping, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like Verbo, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal, you'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to Tripping.com slash Roosterteeth today. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G.com slash Roosterteeth. Tripping.com slash Roosterteeth. Big thanks to Tripping for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Microsoft has a console. Sony has a console. And those are the big ones now today. Nintendo, obviously, as well. But there's, like, so many people have tried to make consoles over the years. You know about Sega? Sega tried to make a console. Uh, that's well, commonly known they, they several did a, consoles. They did a, yeah, they did a fine job on a, some of those. Which ones? Uh, the Genesis I liked. But yeah. all the ones afterwards were kind of like, oh, the Dreamcast was good. They also had a Master System. Yeah, that, who had that? That was like the kid, that was like when you were Atari and the kids had. You know who had a, a master system was Jeff Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. I a forgot lot, about dude. that. Yeah. What little, was the Saturn? Uh, that was the disc based first disc based, I believe. Right? Was that like N sixty four? No, Sega Saturn. No, but like when the era. era. Oh. Yeah, it was around oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's weird. You go back far enough, and the Pong thing that you're talking about was probably made by Magnavox. That and Magnavox made the Odyssey as well, yep. which was a super cool console that. Very few people could afford my my like rich buddy had that and I was like Ooh, what was the one where the rings stuck game on sheets it? to the TV to like give you there's a, a number background. of uh, oh. a, a, of those um, but that was um, the Vectrex yeah the Vectrex was one of them yeah and uh, oh that was cool though. it was like, like super vectorized graphics that actually looked quite good for the time yeah, but I think, do you know who made the Intellivision it's Coleco no no Cle it's Mattel. Yeah, that's oh. right. Mattel did. And it's weird because you don't associate Mattel yeah, as never, a count, yeah. console company. But it, they were like, it shows that there was toy companies trying to get involved with it or electronics companies in this no man's land when they were trying to figure out video games. But it's weird to think of Mattel. Well, Mattel had a lot of those handheld. Remember they had the handheld football games and stuff like oh, that. Oh, they had like. Really shitty oh, ass. I they love that football game yeah, when I was of like course. five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. I'll play the beginning of B17 ball. Only here. three lanes to run. Yeah. No passing. We'll see this whole There was up. never any passing. It's like old school. There was passing, but it sucked. That's amazing! Isn't that great, <laughs> oh right? my god, you're what right. It was more like a little twangy. You said it. Oh, a little, shit. a little twangy. Seventeen bomber. I wonder what like the sample rate on that is, or like what the, what size of audio, <laughs> or what size the audio yeah. file is, or for that. Well, I read at one point. Uh, I have to look it up, but like on the Sega Genesis uh, um, cartridges. Obviously, it's limited memory and storage space on these cartridges, and the Sega that comes up at the beginning—that was for some games, twelve percent of the cartridge had to be dedicated. I thought it might have been higher than. Was that. it higher than twelve yeah. or something like that? It's like or, twenty to twenty-five percent of the cartridge memory was just the Sega <laughs> having to play wow. that. Right? Uh, I'll look it up. Why Sega. not just put that in the hardware? Uh, yeah, because it came up later. You know, in the I read a great uh, uh, 
documentary about actually it wasn't a documentary it was a it was a game that was put on the mm. Xbox console and you go through and you can play games but then they also you can look up info on the game and it had de developers and typically a lot of these games these cartridge based games one person yeah worked on it and that was it one or oh, two people yeah and then they talked about the history of the game and like how it sold and everything like that and I mean a huge hit was like 200,000 copies back then a huge hit and uh a lot of times for the cartridges, because they had to go to manufacturing, their deadlines were so tight that they would ship the game and then they would test it. And then they would put in the documentation for the game, which was printed later, they would put the things that were wrong with it as Easter eggs. <laughs> like, oh, if you get to this part and go this way, you'll get a purple screen. That's the special <laughs> Easter egg. Like that. If you get to level three, you can't finish it. Hey! <laughs> hey. You, know, you know, I remember uh, being a few years into the gaming industry and meeting somebody who used to program games for... Um, for the ColecoVision, and I remember at the time thinking like, wow, you've been in it for so long, right? Like that's, and 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 now I realize like they were in it for like a just a portion of the time that I've been in it now already, oh, now, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and But I feel like the gains that were made at that time, so Janelle Jaquez used to uh, work at uh, Coleco, uh, doing ColecoVision games, and uh, I just remember one time uh, uh, she was talking about that, it was just like, that's that's freaking incredible, but at the time it was like 12 years prior to me getting in the industry, and that just seemed like ancient, right? Yeah. And now I, I, I hesitate to even say how long I've been in, well, in this one. A lot of those people also invented like a lot of the they stuff. Were in, yeah, yeah, like you know. there was no rules for how you did but it. We're all, they, they we're all inventing. All it's even now we're still inventing, right? And and there's always that that um, innovation that 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 that, that, that's, that starts that next jump. But um, I mean, all the people that we know are innovators, yeah. right? You know, I mean, we're sitting here today because it's innovative to wear you your face on a shirt. By the way, I fucking nailed it. By the way, I had my Gavin moment over here. Twelve percent. It's one eighth of the cartridge. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one eighth of all the cartridges. It. People, it. people are dying to know what's in the box. Oh, <clears throat> all right. Well, you know what? I have got a few things to tease right now in case that I never, it, in case I never get to come on the show again. What's in the box? Uh, uh, what's in the box? I do want to say that, that there's one thing that I that we're going to mention tonight. This that is an exclusive thing just for this audience. Uh, we're going to announce the game that we recently signed. I'm teasing it a little bit. I don't okay. know when y'all want to do that. And you know the you, one I'm talking listen, about. You're full discretion. Uh, but uh, all right, then I'll just do it right now because I'd go like to go it. ahead and get this out because this is one of the things that I'm really excited about. Uh, and we'll talk about RT Games and I want to talk about the secret project that we have, the internal project, if we get a chance to do that. I'd love to, yeah. Uh, but we also, you know, we're publishing <laughs> games we signed a game, a game that I'm really excited about uh, called Bendy and the Ink Machine. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not or heard about this or not, but it's like Five Nights at Freddy's meets Bioshock meets Cuphead. And, uh, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very <clears throat> excited about that. So that's that's the big news here uh, tonight. Um, and uh, and so, you know, whenever we want to get to that, we'll, we can talk about it and, and we'll leave we're, that for later. I know that we're, we're I there right now. Let's talk yeah, about it. Okay, great. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, the, the Bendy and the Ink Machine is by the Meatly Games. Uh, Can I back a, you up just one step yeah, here? Sure. So for a lot of people, there's a lot of people who enjoy video games don't understand the video game business. So right. when people talk about developer, talk about a publisher. None of just, us don't understand the yeah, video game business. Right. But just briefly explain, like, what's the difference between publishing and developing? Uh, great question. Uh, so um, imagine uh, you you're right. You're 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 an author, right? Stephen mm -hmm. King, a writer, right? I'd Stephen love King, to be. I'm Stephen King. Stephen King is the developer. Stephen King. Uh, writes the books, he makes the games. If he were to develop, he'd be making the games. Uh, Stephen King's publisher uh, does not write the books. However, Stephen King's publisher does indeed, uh, you know, get the books out to market. Uh, they give him the money in advance a lot of times. They make sure that uh, they have, they, they supply an editor. Uh, they make sure that it works. It fits on the page, whatever. They they uh, they print it, they get it out to the stores. They sell it, they, they take the money. 
uh, you know, and, and they try to go find more Stephen Kings out there to, to publish more books, right? And I do find that, like, in the publishing world, people, or I should say publishing world, in the literature world, mm -hmm. people know those authors and don't necessarily know the publishers at all. That's right. That's Whereas right. in the video game world, a lot of times people just focus, especially mm -hmm. when they have ire, they focus it on the the, the publisher yeah, and don't drill through. Right? Like EA, people always complain about EA. EA is a yeah. publisher. Well, not a EA is a developer and a publisher. Well, for sports they, and they, stuff. They, yeah. own, they own some of the, some of the uh, devel uh, development studios. But but I you know I uh, I, I came from uh, the school of gathering of developers God games back in the day, and uh, to me it's more about the developer. It's really about you know those are the rock stars, right? Uh, nobody goes to movie just because it's a universal picture, right? right. Yeah, they go right. to movie because Steven Spielberg is directing or or uh, Tom you Cruise. Know, or 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 Jordan Vote Roberts. I'm just giving a shout out to a friend. Of mine. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, he did Kong. Kong Spot. Island. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Hey, you know, cool. Yeah. yeah, dude. How do you know that? What's that, dude? He's a good director. He's a great director. Oh, he's a video game guy too. He's he was all over uh, E3. Uh, so, yeah, like he's, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Jordan's doing the uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, uh, he's directing and written by Derek Connolly, who uh, actually lives here in Austin, by the way. Uh, all right. But that said, uh, you know, just like directors and writers and movie stars are the ones that people go see a movie for, not because of of, of who you know. Um, basically produced it, right? You know, nobody gives a shit about uh, MGM film, but you right. can't really, right. So that's that's how publishing should be with, with with developers as well. Now, the the cool thing is, is that here at Rooster Teeth, we're not just a publisher, but we're also developing games too. We have an internal dev team. Uh, they're working on, a, on on Project Secret Codename right now. We'll uh, leave it at that. It's a sci-fi uh, game shooter. It's, a, it's a set in the future. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun right now. It's funny, too, by the way. And, and uh, you know, later on, if we have time, I, would want, I was hoping I could get the audience to help us with some of the future jargon and catchphrases. And uh, You want to, like, crowdsource a little bit of stuff? Or? Well, you know, I, I, had some, I had some things to talk about in that regard, but we can get can to we talk about let's, the theme let's, of the let's, but, but we have so back. many things. We, we, yeah, we, yeah. we passed <laughs> over a couple of things. So This is we, all what's upcoming up next, right? Now you pick which one we're going to so, talk about. So uh, I feel like <laughs> we need to see what's in the box. All right. All right. This is this show is me what's in the box right. first, and then show everybody else. All right. Now, guys, do, 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 do it. I can do that. I can do that. All right. So, why is it? Why? First of all, why does Jack have this box? Because I gave it to Jack. Personally, hey, Jack. I did. Look at Jack. I, I, hey. I gave this to Jack. What are you doing on Always Open? I gave this to Jack. Jack, did you ask for this for free on Twitter? <laughs> Sorry. Did you ask for this for free on Twitter? No, 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 no. no. Dave no. brought this to me, and so okay. this is something. So we do Extra Life every year, and Dave's like, "Hey, I have some really cool stuff. I'd love to give to you to give away for Extra Life." And he brought me this incredible piece, and I'm like, "So last year, I was like, we don't have enough time to really prep yeah. this thing. Let's build this up so for 2018 Extra Life, we'll do something really, really." This is like out. ten months of hype. Then, yeah, and, and, this, and this deserves and it. I, yeah, and, and I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you very much for doing this too because um, this was a gift that I received when I was in uh, Dongguan, uh, China uh, having the uh, original loot chests uh, made for the Borderlands 2 Collector's Edition and when I was over there, this manufacturer happens to be an official Sanrio uh, manufacturer and licensee and they do Hello Kitty and while I was there if you know anything about Chinese culture, if you ever say like, oh, I would love to see something like this and if they, it's within their power as a host, they will make that happen. And so I said, oh, I would love to see a Hello Kitty loot chest. And when I, as I was leaving, they presented me with an official. Oh my God. <laughs> Hello Kitty uh, loot chest. So it's a loot chest from Borderlands in the style it of It is Hello a Borderlands. Kitty. So is that a one of a kind It is object? a Borderlands. It is one of a kind. It is a border. I'm just trying to get the light reflecting. You can see the logo. There's a Gearbox and 2K logo oh, yeah. there. Uh -huh. 
Oh, there's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, I was there when this was made. This is made with official Hello Kitty. Can, can I? Can uh, I hold plastic? it? Plastic. Yes, of course. And you can even open it up. It's by official the way. Hello Kitty plastic. It is official <laughs> Hello Kitty plastic and and stickers. Yeah, pass it over. And there's so I don't know why you're showing one. this to anyone because I'm gonna win this. It's the only one in existence. <laughs> and and the reason I gave it to Jack is because I knew when I received it. And one, I wasn't really expecting to receive that. Um, but uh, I know that somewhere out there there's a there's a Hello Kitty fan who's a Borderlands fan, or maybe just a Hello Kitty fan that wants does, everything. Does it come with your business card in it too? It it does. It does. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can call me later. Uh, but uh, you know, the reality is is something like this I think can can raise uh, an, uh, a lot of money. Uh, maybe even uh, over ten thousand, maybe even over twenty thousand oh, dollars for wow. sure to the to the right collector, right? And if we can do this for extra life, and if it can go to uh, relieve some uh, children's pain or suffering or anything like that, you know, um, having spent a lot of time in the hospital myself, I uh, I know how much it sucks, and so uh, I would like to see this do something do something good for for uh, for some folks. So that's why that's why uh, I, Jack came in and uh, it gave it to me right now because we want to let the world know that it exists. It's been hidden for a while, and uh, now that you know, spread the word, and maybe we can help raise some a lot of money. You, you know, gotta wait until what November. Extra life. Of, yeah, yeah, but yeah. so that's one thing we decided whether or not to do like an auction style, like where we actually put this up on eBay and have the proceeds go to Extra Life, or if we want to do sort of our raffle style, which we do with most of our the majority of our prizes for Extra Life. And I think we're gonna do an auction for this one, which will be <laughs> unique and kind of one off. We might yeah. do that with a couple of things this year. So right on. Could you, could, would, would you want to do it maybe like uh, time it around RTX Austin or something? Probably. Yeah. Pro we'll probably get it a few months. But really, right now is about showing it. I mean, this is a one of a kind, unique piece that literally that's the only one that exists on the planet. Yep. And so if you are a if you are a Hello Kitty fan. It's official. I mean, yeah. that's, that's it, it, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that is literally it. So if you know anyone who's into Hello Kitty, or you know anyone who's into collecting unique one one off things, Borderlands or Hello Kitty. Yeah, even if you like know. Borderlands, it's doubly official. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, we'll 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 kind of show that around, kind of spread the word a little bit more, and then uh, we'll probably have an auction, maybe around RTX, maybe we'll push it closer to November towards Extra Life, but we'll we'll figure it out and we'll make sure to raise a lot of money for this thing. That's so. awesome, man. So, thank, thank you, Dave, thank for for giving it to us. Oh, and, th and thank you for thinking of it. I I uh, I appreciate that. Cool. Thank you. No problem. To Have tie fun. a couple stories together here. Bye, Jack. Love Bye. you. The uh, tie a couple stories together here. Uh, do you remember, Gus, uh, that we were at the first ever uh, Child's Play mm -hmm. charity auction? And it was a big deal. They'd never done anything like this before, the Penny Arcade guys. And they were taking the step to, oh, yeah. to do it. And then they got up, and Gabe and Taiko are great on stage, but they, they play off each other amazingly well. <laughs> if you've never seen them do like a, uh, their Q&A sessions at PAX, you should absolutely check it out. Um, but when they came to do the auction, everyone in the crowd like had never been to it before. So they started auctioning off the first thing and the room was kind of dead silent. Like anybody, like it's like when you ask like after a presentation, does anybody have any questions? And there's that big lull and nobody was saying anything. And I, Gus, you've hated this over the years, but to I me, fuck, yeah. if there's a dead silence for like one second, it feels like an hour to me and I will immediately fill it in. Uh, <laughs> so I just bid on this thing and I won it. And I got it, and it was this MMO called World of Warcraft that was just about to come out. And it was signed by the whole dev team. And my brother was excited about the game. I got it for 350 bucks, Something like that. And then it came with a three-year subscription. It was a collector's edition signed by the entire dev team. I gave it to my brother. He <laughs> sold it 
uh, four years later, he sold it on eBay for fifteen hundred bucks. You're shitting the me. box. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. After his I can get uh, you another one if you want. No, I know. Right? <laughs> I remember at the time you were, at the time you were like, well, you know, it's a three year subscription at yeah. fifteen bucks a month. Like it is, it, it pays for itself, right? Like, right. You're like rationalizing it, like it's fine. It's like you bought it for less than what you could, what it cost. Well, I did. I bought it for less than what it cost. Now, if you go to one of those child's play auctions, stuff goes That's it goes amazing. crazy because people are just using it as an excuse to give money. Uh, I did. To I charity. did that one of the child's play auctions. I just. I wanted to bid on something, so I bid on a Halo 4 Xbox that was signed by some people. And I, I, I think it was like, it was a few hundred, like 400 maybe? Yeah. But it came with like 10 Xbox Live year things with it. Yeah. So it was like, I think I, I made money on it. Yeah, 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 you sure did. Wow. I didn't even know that was a part of it. Which is great, because the company donates that stuff anyway. So, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's, just, it's just like basically free money for the charity. Everybody wins, kind of a situation. I, uh, I, uh, I, I did a similar thing where they were auctioning off like uh, Adobe Master Collection. And I knew at the time Jordan Squeers was using like an old version of Flash to make <laughs> yeah. animated adventures. Like, oh, like this auction's going for less than what Master Collection actually costs. Like, I can buy this, <laughs> win it, and then give it to Jordan so he can make animated adventures. Uh, and that would make it. you all the money. Good again. business decision. <laughs> yeah, but I actually called them because I was, I said, hey, my brother uh, uh, is going to sell this. He's going to sell it on eBay. But it's it's literally the first item ever sold at the first ever uh, Child's Play auction. Do you, do you guys want it back for like your... Records or whatever, and I think Robert Cook was like, whatever. Robert Cook goes, "What's wrong with you? No, let <laughs> your brother sell it. What, get out of here. What's Actually, wrong with you? Are, are you closest, the one who bid on it? The closest thing I can find here on eBay is a signed vanilla World of Warcraft collector's edition and Burning Crusade collector's edition. Yeah, uh, four thousand dollars. Get out of here! Wow, he sold too soon. And for four thousand dollars, I can get you a night with Rob Pardo. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's uh, it, the big deal too. Is I don't think he'd use the code." To get the pet, which was a Diablo demon with the collector's edition. I think you had an option with the collector's edition. I think it was either a Diablo demon or a little Zergling from StarCraft. Uh, okay. I think, I think when you redeem the code, you could pick one of those two. Yeah, I could be wrong. It's been a, it's been a few years since that game came out. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did World of Warcraft ever descend down the pay for cosmetic stuff, or was that no? That was was League of Legends that really made that the big deal. Was the paying for cosmetics, or is it like Counter Strike? I mean, League of Legends was first. Was it first? Yeah. Were they? I think League came out before Counter-Strike. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about Counter-Strike Go. Because yeah, I associate yeah, yeah, the okay. cosmetic with CSGO. So oh, Counter-Strike yeah, okay. didn't exist before Go for you. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. for the cosmetics. You don't pay <laughs> for <laughs> cosmetics in, uh, enough, in Sorcerer 1.6. Fair enough. But I, uh, I, I've i been having a, an amazing experience uh, with uh, the Sea of Thieves closed beta. Uh, yeah. Which I have just absolutely loved. i got two kids, so... It's perfect. It's me and Ashley and the two boys, and you we just talk grew up. exclusively like pirates the whole Yarr! time, like, like <laughs> yeah. does. a little bit. Teddy's pirate voice is pretty funny. God, Michael, in the, I don't think it's come out yet. Michael has just incredible moments as a pirate. Does he? The, the, the way he can just spew paragraphs of nonsense, and somehow it rhymes most of the time as well. It's amazing. Well, Michael yeah. has an ability to talk. I don't know if you ever noticed that. <laughs> yeah, that whole pause thing that I say I hate never happens around Michael ever. No. I wonder Usually if it's like you watch him until he takes a breath and then all right here we go. Does my has Michael ever heard silence? Do you think <laughs> <laughs> his parents probably haven't? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, so people are pointing out on um, on the chat that World of Warcraft does have cosmetic mounts that you can pay for. 
It does? I, uh, okay. I was okay. given a bunch of chicken mounts once by Blizzard uh, to give away at our Christmas party. Oh, yeah? Did you give them away? Yeah. Did you play court? No, 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 no. Well, one, uh, I, I refused to play World of Warcraft only because uh, my second child had already been born. And uh, and I was a huge uh, City of Heroes freak. Oh, and, were you really? Uh, mm, yeah. yeah, which was made here in the in the Austin area. Our um, very first live action piece that we <clears throat> ever did as a company was a City of Heroes no uh, short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, Captain uh, Captain Dynamic, right? Yeah, yeah. Dynamic. I uh, I obsessed over that game so much. I was the most powerful hero in the shard that I played on. Uh, for even after six months after I quit, I went and logged back in, and I was still ranked number one. Uh, the developer uh, Jack Emmert, who uh, designed the game, I was like, "Hey, you should be a uh, you should be a controller, gravity kinetic uh, controller. It's you'll be really weak. You'll have a glass jaw in the beginning, but in the end, you'll be the most powerful thing." And he was right. And I I did the math and spreadsheets. I was <laughs> I hammered myself out. It was crazy. I was like that with Viva Pinata. And I lost <laughs> Viva Pinata. Oh my <laughs> God, and I lost so many hours. You know, and then I I, I you could you could talk to a uh, an NPC, uh, and depending on the first letter of their name, it could give you different information. It could tell you like how many hours you've played in the game. And I've never told this to anybody else, but I know how many hours I played. And I was embarrassed to myself that spent so much time. And uh, then my second child was born. I swore off in Moe's. And then Star Wars, The Old Republic came out. And oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah that, also that, developed here in Austin. I know, I know. And I, I was pretty pissed off about that coming yeah. out, too. So. I deliberately, whenever there's a, a big, especially like Bethesda games, I know I'm going to lose a lot of time in them, yep. like Skyrim. Fallout and stuff. I deliberately leave the game on and walk away from it, just so I don't ever truly know how many hours I've wasted. Oh, good call. Yeah. Oh, I'm like nice. that with PUBG. My, my Skyrim nice. is over a thousand nice. hours, but I'm I, like that with PUBG. I like that. A, yeah. way, a, a way to you know, like just to fool yourself a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. No. I've got to delusion. I've got to know. Wonderful. Like, I, I never want to know. If, if there's games that keep it going during the pause menu, and I have to step away. Like I'll quit the game and go back to the title screen because I want it to be like as accurate of a counter as I can get. Like <laughs> I want to know how much I played this game. Like it's just like another milestone. There was a uh, Gavin's one is Halo Two. How many matches of Halo Two did you play on multiplayer? I think it's forty five hundred. Forty five hundred um, is crazy. Which is a lot. I mean, each game is like ten minutes. Yeah, at least it was a crazy amount. And then I, we went looked at our stats that one time, um, which thankfully Bungie.net had at that point. We go look at all your stats, and I had this crazy thing where we went back and looked at Halo 2, and I, was, I said, there's no way I have even close to that. I sure didn't. I had like 1,500 matches or something. And then I looked at my kill-death ratio, and my kill-death ratio across all my games was 25,000 kills, 25,010 deaths. I was like 10 <laughs> off from a perfect one-to-one. <laughs> -one that means you're almost completely net useless oh in God, every game you Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You were barely a liability. 20, after 25,000, yeah. it's 25,010. Yeah. It's 50,010 total uh, kill deaths, right? I'm and like split down the middle. Just but underwater. 10. Just like, <laughs> like my nose out of the water Ridiculous. there. Ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy to be that close. You're even Steven. Yeah. Odd, <laughs> That's who you are. In uh, Guitar Hero 2, I might have told this before on the podcast, you get really high scores in Guitar Hero. You can get like 380,000 like or something. Yeah. And sometimes it's like you hold a note for a fraction of a second. You get like 15 more points. But I was looking up for some reason. I was looking up a song where I was in the leaderboards. And Jason Saldana, voice of Tucker, we were next to each other in the Weird. world leaderboards at like... I might have had like 180,564 and he had 180,563. We were just like... I was like... we. If we set out to do that, we never could have done that. That's amazing. But our game attacks were, I actually thought I was just looking at the friend 
leaderboards, yeah. but it was the world leaderboard. I was Holy like, shit. Our game attacks are just you knew touching the guy each other. You were right next to Yeah, That's we were amazing. both there in the room checking it for some reason. And it was crazy. One of the craziest coincidences of my life, but it's like very specific to if you play guitar, that you wouldn't really relate to it in any I, way. I wish I could recount some of the crazy coincidences that you and I have had. And we got to go back and capture some of this. We went through a period where you and I had just insane amount of coincidence. Yeah, where we thought we were uh, living in a simulation, yeah. plugged into the same one. Yeah, we thought uh, we were in a, in a I've coma. Had, I've, had, I've had moments like that. That's, yeah. that's odd, yeah. There was some still really the, weird stuff that we ran into. They patched the simulation. There's yeah. Like too many, too many it, coincidences going on. Have you ever caused the death of a celebrity by just thinking about it? <sighs> Achievement Hunter. Oh, Achievement Hunter. Yeah. I've caused twice. Uh, two, two of them. Bobby, Bobby Hebb. And, um, arguably not. Who's Bobby Hip? Uh, he sang a song called Sunny. Uh, Sunny. Oh, okay. Yesterday my life was full of. <laughs> anyway. No, and sorry, I was like, hey, hey, is Bobby Hebb dead? I think he's dead. No, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. And, and right at that moment, he died. Oh, wow. And the same thing happened with Ray Harryhausen. And uh, with, the, with Ray Harryhausen, I got a lot of witnesses, 2K Games, NVIDIA, and folks at, Gear, at Gearbox. And we were talking about Ray Harryhausen. I was like, hey, is Ray Harryhausen dead? And they're like, nah, he's not dead. Everybody looked it up. At that moment, he died. He was in like, literally the next morning, everybody sent me emails like, oh my fucking God, man. He fucking killed Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, we did that with like uh, five now? Yeah, we did that with Tom Clancy. We were playing Rainbow Six. Wait, which, you killed Tom Clancy? Yeah, it was what? unfortunate. Yeah. At Rainbow Six Vegas, we just started getting back into it, even though it was like it'd been out for like six years Man. at the time. And we're like, is Tom Clancy alive? And the day that video came out, he died. Yeah. It's the same shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So he didn't oh. we didn't kill him so that day. So you're the reason we won't we don't get red October two. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame okay. Jeff. I think it was Jeff who mentioned it. Fuck. Got it. you guys have a bad history of that. But I had so reactions. You, you, you did this too. Well, we didn't I'm want sorry. to, but I have reactions like you do, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, I have been lost in some games. I arguably got pretty lost in PUBG, not nearly as much as I did I, what I was saying. I love I love like, that game. When I had spare time in, like, in college and stuff, uh, I could get lost and see a Thieves of I'll play whenever my kids want to play, essentially. But oh, okay. I do control Let's... myself. Like, I do see things and go, oh, I know exactly where this is going. I'm not touching this. Like, I never got super into WoW. Because God, I knew I, I would get sucked in. He got sucked in. I had spreadsheets too, like trying to figure out the perfect rotation, like yeah, oh, yeah. with the cooldown oh, here dude, and like out. the the pause for the animation to watch the the uh, for your be able to click the button again. It's like you know what kind of delay. Yeah, I that was crazy. I about did that with it. Overwatch. knowledge now though, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Fucking, if, I, if you sat me down, I'd be like, I don't remember. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I couldn't. Not do it. anymore, but at the time you had yeah. your, you it's like, had it down. All of this is laid exactly. out like yeah. this for yeah. a reason. It's like yeah. discovering another person's so, desk. You felt like your god at that moment, right. right? I mean, that's that's what it is about these MMOs. I mean, I, I, I was a god uh, in in City of Heroes, and and people would worship me. They would bow down. You could, they had that that worship animation and stuff like that, and it was crazy. <laughs> and what's nuts is you start to identify as your as your avatar, as your character, mm -hmm. right? And Gus, you know what I'm talking about. If you if you were that obsessed with it, you know what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. you start to think like, oh, this is who I am, as opposed to I'm Gus Sarola. I'm like I don't know what your character name. Mine was Blue Lucifer in in uh, in in, in uh, City of Heroes. Mine was an anagram of Sarola. Okay, all right. So you know I'm Blue Lucifer, right? And what? and you start to think like this, and it changes your mindset, and it's a sickness, and it's weird, and it's great and wonderful, and it's terrible all at the same mm -hmm. time. I don't know. That's just you know. Yeah, I played I one match of Overwatch. Played his Reaper, got to the end of it, saw the play of the game or whatever, and I, and I was like, then it was ready for the next match. And I was like, 
I see exactly where this yeah. is going, and, I'm just, <laughs> and then never the, play again. The, the, never the, play the, again. The thing with Overwatch is, it's amazing how little downtime there is between matches. Mm. There's just enough time for you to be like, oh, there's this. You're like you look at the end of game screens, you watch the play of the game. World War Two is like that. Cool, Duty World War Two. Yeah, it's like oh, very quick. The next game's starting. I may as well play it. Yeah, it's just like three seconds That's from now. That's a sign of a great game. It's 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 when it's short enough that you feel like oh, I can play another one and I'm not going to ruin any sleep time or family time or anything like that. But then you end up spending six hours playing that because yeah. it's just one more, just I, one more. It's like a potato chip, right? You know, can I pitch an idea at you for to talk about downtime between matches? If I can hear Gavin's pirate voice from Sea of Thieves. Why do you want to hear that? Well, he said Sea of Thieves and I thought you mentioned your pirate voice earlier. First of all, you yeah. already have a pirate voice. No, oh. no, you can already have a. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm from the pirate lens. <laughs> but uh, PUBG, you like it. I like yeah. it. I think that the parachuting part is a lot of unnecessary downtime. There's a lot of, between that and the starting island and all of that shit. Would yeah. you play a match where when you start, you just spawn somewhere on the island by yourself? I would rather spawn on the plane, and the plane's going. Spawn on the plane. Okay. I get it. And it's like, then you, you better pick it. You better pick your spot. Well, I think, I think, well, you have to do that anyway. I mean, you say, you're saying you would take out the island. The, right, yeah. The just, spawn island part. Well, I mean, they've even changed that already. Have you played since then? Yeah, that's what made me think of it. They just now spread out how people spawn on the spawn island because apparently it was Xbox One was having trouble keeping up with all those people spawning in one place at one time. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought, well, I don't even have the plane part and the parachuting part. Just spawn in the game. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of the strategy of the game is picking where you're going to, where you're going to land. And watching the other p players when the plane down. crosses over, right? Yeah. Like knowing the path of the plane and keeping that in mind throughout the whole match. Like that's very important information. I did not consider that, and I agree with you. Yeah. So I will retract my pitch. Do you feel pretty stupid after that? Mm. <laughs> it's all learning. I'm uh. not afraid to fail. <laughs> that's the secret to success. Mm. Phil, I'm a successful Phil guy who bitches about PUBG. Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil, yeah. Um, let me read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode receives podcast is also brought to you by Pro Flowers. Have you ever tried to impress your Valentine with the perfect gift and failed miserably? I'm sure you don't want to make that mistake again, guys. Uh, Pro Flowers and Sherry's Berries have teamed up to help you really impress your Valentine this year with their perfectly paired collection. Go ahead and think inside the box this Valentine's Day. This really is a one-of-a-kind gift. Your flowers and dipped strawberries will arrive together in a beautifully, specially designed box that will keep your flowers fresh and your berries cold, guaranteed. Right now, our listeners can save 20% on any one of their perfectly paired combinations or any other gift over $29 with promo code TEETH. Uh, you pick the delivery date and it's guaranteed. Customer satisfaction is always number one or your money back. Do we get strawberries? I thought I saw Jess with strawberries here earlier. Um, there's only one way to get 20% off a perfectly paired gift over $29 featuring beautiful blooms from Pro Flowers and freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries. Visit proflowers.com today. Enter code TEETH at checkout. That's proflowers.com, code TEETH. Big thank you to Proflowers and Sherry's Berries for your beautiful flowers and your delicious berries. Proflowers.com. Yeah, I mean, like I yeah. said, I, like, I've, been, I've been ordering like for Mother's Day, for Valentine's Day. Like, when you don't know what years. to get, proflowers.com. It, it, shows, it shows up great or whenever. Do it randomly. Right, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Always great looking flowers. We had some uh, over here uh, in the no office and I was doing a newsreader earlier and I walked by them, like just even getting close to them. It's like, Wow, those smell really good. I never realized before using pro flowers how many flowers will kill a cat. Okay. Like how many like, of the that stuff flowers are toxic for a cat? Yeah, like the pollen, like uh, most of the lilies. Because I kept ordering flowers and then Meg would be like, mm, okay, I can't have these because the cat would die. Roses are safe though. What? Was cat going to die? I know, like a bunch of different flowers can kill cats. Yeah, so you have to order cat safe flowers? If that's yeah. the case, cats, I mean. Okay. That's like an so, evolution thing. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, it's but apparently it's weird can... that cats that roam outside are allergic to plants, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they protected <laughs> cats from flowers earlier before humans domesticated them. But I mean, would a cat ever find like a stargazer lily? Th- yeah. wait, uh, first of all, is your Once. cat like throwing, <laughs> put, putting out certain like propaganda into your house, like like little pamphlets and things like this? Is, like, don't like these kind of flowers or? I, I don't know. I just would feel so bad. Here's do you have you like do. cat safe flowers that you can order or whatever? I would love a cat safe option on the website. <laughs> this is this is a great <laughs> thing. This ever. is a great thing. <laughs> you have a good opportunity here. Greet Meg at the door when she comes back from like a trip or something like that. Yeah. Greet at the door. Have a bunch of flowers. Just a card says, "Sorry, I killed the cats." <laughs> <laughs> it all works out. I'm, I'm looking here. All right. Um, so then, 25 th- years of marriage, though. By the way, ordering flowers just, just because just it. gets you in trouble. What? So got, okay. no, oh, no, no, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, assuming, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you got to make a mistake or been, something been bad something. or yeah, there's something. So if you're gonna do it randomly, you got to just have it sent at random times. I wish there was a random function, like just to pick a date, <laughs> three times I throughout like, the year. Can, the idea of like subscribing to like three bouquets a year, and you don't know when they're gonna <laughs> you show don't know up. When they're gonna show up, right? So uh, uh, occasionally people just drop little bombs. Like David Eddings talking about this, maybe think about this with Ashley. Uh, once you get up here, I want to talk to you about the bomb you dropped on me, Maddie. The uh, but I was talking with Ashley about the flamethrower today. Oh, arguably a frivolous, very expensive purchase. <laughs> right? Not well, arguably. Wait, hold on, hold on. It is not, an not frivolous. Frivolous purchase. Not frivolous. Five hundred dollars. Right. Five hundred bucks. Lots of, no arguing. All, not frivolous nor really expensive it, for it, a man like you. In hindsight, all three of us, because Michael bought one as well, from what I understand. Michael Jones. Yeah. We could all just <laughs> have gone over to Marcus, and he probably would have made us. But it wouldn't say the boring company on it. Oh, shut up! Get Why the hat, you want you that? Fuck. It looks like a super soaker. It's like fun. It's like, <laughs> is it going to shoot water? Is it going to shoot fire? You don't know. So it's I made boring, a little though. cheeky joke to Ashley when I saw her. I was getting a Sea of Thieves closed beta code for somebody else at the company. She had an extra one, so I was going to do a nice thing for somebody else. <clears throat> and then I, I jokingly said to her, I was like, "Hey, hey, sorry, I." Uh, Sorry, I uh, made a purchase like a flamethrower without talking to you first. And she's typing at her desk and she just looks up at me like this and she goes, You didn't talk to me about the bus first. And, oh. it, and I was like, I was like, and then there was this dead silence. We're in her office with everybody who works for her. I was like, Was that? Oh no, I didn't even realize that was a thing. And so now I'm in, I'm in trouble. You There's lots that. of things that you don't realize. Yeah. yeah. How can you not have that conversation about a bus? It was, she knew I was, I was in the works, it was a plan. Welcome to relationships. Yeah. A bus? Yeah. It's huge. Literally, physically huge. It is huge, and I got in trouble. Let me deflect now and introduce Deflect? Are you going to deflect? I said deflect. Did I say deflect? You did say deflect, Let me deflect. And (laughs) uh, You're like Shakespeare, you're inventing words over here. (laughs) She's from Australia, she can't even speak English anyway. So, this is Maddie. Say hello, Maddie. Hello. Maddie is one of our interns in the live action department. Mm -hmm. How are... I'm Maddie. <laughs> You've been an intern for a long time. Yeah. So how, how does that work? It's now there's like it's way more fun because there's other people to hang out with. <laughs> Whereas last semester was that's what like, we want to hear. Wait, how <laughs> how long have you been an intern? I was the intern last semester as well. So I was, but by myself. So it was just me. <laughs> so it was a little bit lonely. But yeah, now I'm, I have so many more other interns to hang out with. I met Maddie on a live action shoot, and that, that's why I know it's like yeah. You've been here. You've been here a little while. Been here a while. I've seen some things. Shows get canceled. <laughs> yeah. You have seen that? Yeah. We, worked, we worked on a shoot that got canceled. Yeah. Oh, right. I felt so bad for you. We can probably talk about that, right? Can we now? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. You, you released photos from it. I we, showed a photo. Yeah, yeah. We, did. we did a shoot uh, that was Gus dressed as the Grinch, and it was a Christmas thing. <gasps> and then uh, halfway through it, Legal was like, no. 
don't do this. Yeah. It looks you, too realistic. It looked realistic, and it was also had a musical component that mm -hmm. used uh, a very similar sounding song. Ah. Can you just call it something different? I think the grunch. It's the music and the the costume were like too close. Legal always says no to everything. That's their job. They just know you can't do this. We'll get sued, and it'll be. Which do you think would justify their job getting sued? But <laughs> right, they, 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 no. they don't want to work though, right? Like, nobody wants a, to like. Oh shit! I gotta generally, record. you get a cease and desist before you get you get sued. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> I, I also point out, David, that this was a holiday short for our store. If the Dr. Seuss estate had taken down our short, that would have been. More publicity than the video probably would have generated for this thing. So then the Grinch would have killed our Christmas. Yeah. Oh my God, that would have been perfect. We should have let that happen. That perfect. That's perfect. I felt so bad though because Gus was in makeup and hair bad? for like the whole day. We had everyone come out she to the house. Bad. I think we'd sent everyone home. We'd gotten every shot except for Gus's shots, and we were like eighty percent done with like principal photography. I done like sneaking around mm -hmm. and like stuff like that. And I love like, the idea of of you getting like in full costume and makeup like. Six hours long, just for shows that get canceled. Right as soon as you just like yeah, I was you're, you're I was not like, I was not happy. I was not <laughs> yeah. happy. that might shit. that might be the most like, get stroppy diva ish I've been on a on a shoot. What was your action? Right, I'll be I'll be the, the they're like uh, hey uh, we don't know if we can do this. Uh, it's too close to the real thing. Uh, we may have you redo your makeup and uh, and and do something that looks less realistic. And I was like. I sat in makeup for three hours for this. Like, I'm not redoing this. Whoa! I said, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna redo this, and I'm, post. Wow. And I'm not gonna reshoot everything that we already shot. Listen so, to you! Wow, so were you more of the Chuck Jones Grinch, or were you more of the Jim Carrey Jim Grinch? Jim Carrey Grinch. Okay, alright, alright. And, uh, so yeah, and then- You then went that way. There were some, there were some very <laughs> tense right. conversations, and it was, a uh, alright everybody, uh, let's go home! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Blaine, who, even though he should have the highest confidence levels of anyone at the company, because of, his physical fitness and just his position in life. He's a Unfortunately, he has very little confidence. He's the only person I know that's had two shoots canceled in the middle of the shoot. Mm -hmm. That was one. And then we did another one a couple years ago where three quarters of the way through the day, the lead actor goes, you know what? I don't like this material. And said, I'm leaving. Oh, and right. I forgot about they that. They even got his agent on the phone. The agent's like, if you walk off this set, allegedly, this is what I heard was said. If you walk off the set, I'll stop representing you. And the guy was like, I'm out of here. Bye. So, I worked in that one. You worked on that one, Cuddy? So, do we then, uh, like, because that, that would cost us a load of money. Is that like an insurance claim? <laughs> we almost, we talked about suing the guy for a little bit, just out of, like, because we'd never had anything like that, but we're not going to sue a dude. I mean, it's yeah, like, I mean, he would have, there's no way he could recoup. He, I mean, there's no way he could pay for that shoot. Certainly surely. won't work with him again. Uh, I don't know that we can't not pay him. No, no, no. no, no, no I mean, you like, couldn't sue him for enough. If you to pay sued for him for all the time and money lost, I doubt one person could afford that. I doubt that. How, bad, very how bad was the script that he just decided to walk off? It was off. fine. It, either, it way, was fine. either way, it was in the script. Either way, it was in the script. All right. Well, Maddie, I have to say that as an intern, uh, one of the things that we offer that's a value to our interns is they learn valuable business and professional. Uh, <laughs> procedures? What are you about to Oh my what god. Are you doing? I'm trying to figure out how to this get to this point. Like I can tell. It's not working. We're we supposed to teach you about how to operate properly in a professional business environment. That's one of the things that did we're trying to teach you. Did you goof? She goofed a little bit. You let, me goofed? Tell, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You've done goof. You stop me when the story sounds weird. So the Maddie, will never be the same. <laughs> Maddie was going to come and, and sit in on the podcast. Uh, I was on a shoot for Marshall's got a new show a new live-action show that Marshall's working on I have a part in it and I was on set Maddie working in the live-action department was there as an intern But she was coming over to the podcast as well And I said I had to race to get out of there because we okay. shoot the uh, podcast at five o'clock I race to get away from Marshall too. Yeah, I yeah, know it was like four four fifteen And we we're getting to the end of the day and I'm like hey I really gotta make sure I'm winding down here to get out of here and I saw Maddie I go hey Maddie, 
I said, you're coming to the podcast, right? And she said, yes. And I said, okay, do you need a ride? I don't know what your situation is. Do you have a car? She goes, yeah, I have a car. No, Jessica I, said, yeah, she's got a car. Oh, I could have sworn you said it. Okay, no. we're in the room. Yeah, Maddie's got a car. So we wrap. I get out of there. I go out to my car. Maddie comes hauling out, running. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. And I go, what? And she goes, I need a ride. <laughs> and I said, oh, I th I'm sorry. I thought okay, I wasn't leaving a, you. I thought, weird. I thought you had a car. And she goes, oh, no. Uh, on the application, one of the requirements for the job as intern is that you have to have a car. So I just told them that I do, but I don't have a car. <laughs> okay, I'll get ride with you. And she hops in my car. I'm you like, you don't know who that is, right? Why would <laughs> you tell him that? Why of all people would you tell wow. me that? Because <laughs> you're not like my boss. Like, you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're only her wow. boss's yeah. boss's boss. You're too high up yeah. the hierarchy. <laughs> it's yeah. like if you're stealing office supplies, you can tell the CEO. Yeah. What's he going to do? <laughs> He's not my boss. He wasn't buying the paper clips. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Wait a show yeah. initiative. <laughs> but it is one of those things where it's like, is obviously dirty little liar, uh, but <laughs> is this initiative? Like she she went out of her way. Like one of the things I found out she had to do, Gavin, was pick you up to go somewhere because you don't no. drive. Another irresponsible foreigner over here. Yeah. And that she had to get you a lift instead and kind of fool you into taking no, a lift. No, I got someone else to go and get you instead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really pay attention to I who it is. I not drive in Texas. I knew you wouldn't care. But also, I would like <laughs> yeah. to clear my name. Go, okay, go okay. ahead. So originally, liar, liar, I was in the post-production department. And so I was just editing. I didn't need a car. It wasn't on the application when I applied online. So I was in the clear. I was. I didn't need a car. It was fine. Uh -huh. And then slowly, I started doing more and more production stuff because they didn't have an intern. I was all alone by myself. And then Will was just having me do more and more stuff. And then one day, it was like, okay, next semester, when I come back, I was like, yes. And he's like, you've got a car, right? And I was like, yeah, what? and it was, I didn't write anything on paper. I just kind of. Oh, so a lie doesn't count if you say it. It always <laughs> counts if you write it. I was worried he'd be like, well, no, you can't, like, we need someone to. Well, um, that's what, exactly what he would have said. So wait, uh, what do you do? If By the way, like, she's actually right. I'm at the level where I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. What if Will's like, go and pick up a bunch of shit from a bunch of different places? I Uber. Everywhere I calculated how much I spent last semester and it was like it was pretty bad. Oh my god You're, you're paying <laughs> how much to work it? here? <laughs> how how, how well, much yeah. was it that uh, for Uber? I don't, don't want to say. Say it. Please. No, because what if uh, I get in trouble? Above 500? <laughs> Gus, she's paying for education. She gets was professional it? business procedure education. Was it, more, was it more than $500? Oh yeah. More than $800? More than $1,200? Get a car! And we're gonna get a car. Oh, so what? What is the decision for not having a car? Because I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah, because I'm oh, foreign who's and I'm. that question? Because I'm foreign and I'm worried that I'll like hit someone and like get deported. Oh, or something. high five! Yes. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Actually, valid reason. And I, I had but, an Australian driver's license that was valid, so if I did need to drive the pickup truck, I could. Like, right. if they needed me to do something. Are you authorized to drive the truck? Well, I'm not an employee, so oh, I can't. Yeah, but okay. I always said if they need me, like desperately, I like could. But for, the, for the, all the insurance law. agents watching, we do not allow no. No, uh, interns to drive the truck. It is I've only authorized to drive the Have you ever driven on the right hand side? <laughs> no, I've never. I didn't think so. No. no, no you, but, you, uh, you have a hard time crossing the streets, too, don't yeah, you? I'm always like, yeah, you look the way? wrong way. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you it was get hit like easy. the other day we were filming something here in the parking lot. And like my license is now expired. Like I can't drive here at all. And so, Drew, we were filming something. We needed cars to be lined up. And Drew was like, hey, Maddie, can you go like, can you go ask people if you can move their cars just like here so we can use them in the shot? And I was like, okay. And so I like went and asked the other intern. I was like, listen, like you got to go. You got to move them. I can't do it. See, she's, she's smart. She delegates. Okay. She knows how to, well, yeah, she takes you probably, charge. 
She delegates. Just push them. She takes it. She goes to Home Depot to pick up like hardware materials yeah. for live action and then gets a lift and then loads lumber. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Home Depot is like 90 seconds down the road yeah. from here. It's like, I need a right there so I can put lumber in your car and then take it 90 seconds back. And then they send me to HEB to get crafty and they'll be like, you need 10 cases of water, three cases of Coke, three cases of like Sprite. And Good it's like I, the, the Uber pulls up and I'm like, Hi, please don't give me a bad rating. Oh, We're going next door. God. <laughs> wow. Would, you should at least walk there and I'm then call like, the Uber once you get there. I'm just like worried. You need to now, make a friend who has a car. Um, Jessica's going to see this or like Blaine or Javier. Well, it's too late now. So wait, they still yeah. don't know? No, I think. You're well, approved. They know now. <laughs> no. You're approved. I don't know what power my title has, but you're approved. That's it. Okay. You have seal of approval. You don't need I'm a totally car. fine continuing to Uber everywhere. Well, you're going to have to. That's a song. Do you use Uber and not Lyft? Yeah, I use, I use Uber because it has the the parent like I can do you know what I mean like I can like my I have a family account and so it's like so you made oh, my god, any other lies here? oh my god oh my god that's amazing so yeah. anything else you want to clear the air on right now <laughs> right. with the confessions think of are you, you actually you 22 I'm 21 you're 21 mm-hmm. you sure actually 21 you're not mm-hmm. like two 10 year olds stacked no. on top of each other okay all right Good. So. Bojack but yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Maddie. No worries. It was great wow. to work with you for the short amount of time. <laughs> I, I think Will's just going to kick me to the curb now. It's yeah, fine. when Will finds out, you're kind of out. Well, at least you'll have a ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I think I, that's some good initiative. That's pretty impressive to me, actually. Patrick was saying that now we should have all of our interns submit photos of themselves <laughs> with their car In whenever the, they apply. Yeah. Look, I have the keys. <laughs> I can drive it. Next what we'll do, we'll have like interviews where the intern has to drive and then you ride past. We should have like an intern like a uh, road uh, course, like a, uh, you know, obstacle course, whatever. They have these like Canadians, uh, Canada's worst drivers. Have you ever seen this? My, my no. son's obsessed with this. Canada's worst drivers. And it's this reality show where they really have these the shittiest drivers of the world. And I swear to God, it's on. It's on. I'm gonna watch that show. I live in Austin. <laughs> like I live that every fucking you get, day. You get so yeah, mad driving. You're always like, ridiculous. why don't you drive? And some of these people, yeah, play a game. Get in your car in Austin, go somewhere, and see if you can go somewhere without running into somebody who clearly has no. Clue what they're fucking doing. That's me. You're, you're, I'm trip. brand new here. You're, I'm the guy that doesn't know what the. You're fuck gonna I'm hear doing. a horn if you get in your car. Someone's honking at someone. You're gonna hear horns like hey, for nothing. Like, just, like I feel like everyone's job when you get to a green light, it's like the first person has to pull out their phone and look at it. The second person has to watch the light to honk at the yeah. first person when it's time to go. It's like, and then if I'm the third person and I'm honking, I'm pissed off. And like the second guy's not doing his fucking job. <laughs> they should, oh, like, you know what I found out in Austin? The cameras that are on all the traffic lights are not red light cameras. There's a few, but most of them aren't. It's so they don't have to put metal sensors in the pavement. They're just optical now. For and what? That, uh, for like seeing if there's cars at the intersection waiting to go. Oh, so they control the lights. And, and uh, yeah, it's for traffic control and for uh, identifying emergency vehicles. Totally thought they were red light cameras the entire time. I don't even know if we have those. In Texas. There's a few red oh, light cameras. Those are the kind that you can like flash your brights and you can get a green light or whatever. Yeah, that's the old school way yeah, of doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like or those. Just be like a police officer. You're, you ever at an intersection with a police officer at like two in the morning? Or three in the morning, and there's nobody else around. Cop hits his lights and goes through the red, and then just yeah. turns it back off. And you're like, "Well, I want to do that. Yeah. Where are you going? You know, if, what? I, you if just, I did that, you know, he'd pull me right over, right? Yeah, you just him. have to wait for them to leave a little bit. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Like, just go like 50 yards, and then you can do the same thing. I do that at a, at a escarpment and slaughter. It's the worst. Like at 2 a.m. when the bars are closed, and you got to turn left on a escarpment or whatever. Or I know exactly where you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Circle C, whatever. Yep. And that light just stays that way forever. It stays red. And there's nobody coming. And it just it's just red at the left turn. There's just nothing happening what? at does all. That, does that and it you... goes for like 
30 minutes or <laughs> it's over 11 teen, that's for sure and and it's it's just ridiculous how and you want to wait at a red light before you realize it's broken and I, don't, I don't I get infuriated wait. after a while <laughs> I get I get if it's nighttime yeah. I feel like and driving. There, I feel insulted when there's nobody at the intersection and I'm just sitting at the red light and it's every other direction pretty much has a green light it's ridiculous for me. yeah do you think anyone because a lot of people get frustrated at other drivers on the road I've seen you do it every time I've been in your car <laughs> has anyone ever been like Man, this guy in front's a great driver. I've done that. What? I, I've seen good drivers and be like, oh, wow, that oh, person really wow. knows what they're doing. You're the one. How do That's you differentiate good drivers? You can, see, you can see, like, proper use of turn signals, like, keeping, maintaining <laughs> oh, safe yeah, space. Yeah. I'm like, there's, uh, like a, a, good, a good speed. I'm like, okay, like, this is someone I can, I, I'm comfortable being around this person. Like, that's a good driver. You don't mind, like, pacing behind them, right? right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm going to associate with this guy. Like, I'm going to be close to this person because... We're not going to get into a wreck together. I'm I know blown away by yeah. the fact that you've noticed a good driver. I, I, I know like good drivers. When it, it doesn't happen often in Austin. It'll happen every couple of days. I'll be like, that person knows what they're doing. Right on, man. Right <laughs> You'll on. See I like that. Yeah. I, I like that I, you even notice. And it makes me want, like, I wish there were you different kinds of people. horns, like you different wanna, honks you I could do. do. Like, like, a, like, like a, a thumbs, thumbs up. up like, hey, that was yeah. a, that was good driving. Right. It's like, you also, like I talked about, like the the green light honk, like a, come on. Meg won't honk anyone. And what what is the what is the horn for? It's for like, hey, you know, like pay attention. To if something. you're in India, it's to indicate that your car is on. Yeah, <laughs> that that is. Is. I'm driving. I'm continuing to be driving. We were I'm in India still driving for that doc honking. <laughs> you can't lay honking. on the horn. You gotta. Yeah, it's communication. But yeah. the guy in front of us this morning had his indicator on the whole way. He, it was that's right. blinker for those of us in America. Yeah, that's blinker. His turn signal or whatever. It was right. And he wasn't taking any rights, and I was like, why don't you blast him with the horn? So he's like, what am I doing wrong? Oh. And she was like, that's not what the horn's no, for. No, no. And I was like, oh, what's the, what's the horn for then? Like, go? Surely it's just, hey, something's different. There's a, there's, a, there's a period of time you have to give for somebody to even notice, and then you give like a really polite honk. But and if there's, you got then honk. there's the danger honk. There's the danger honk, and then there's the <laughs> asshole honk, right? There's the polite honk, the danger honk, and the asshole honk. Well, how are all these honks different? Man, they're all oh, different. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're different. definitely yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. And you know, too, when you're getting what honk you're getting. But if you were driving along for ages and then you just got honked, would you be like, what's up? Well, no. Oh, if I was doing anything just in my lane, I would wonder what was up. But if I was like drifting into a lane, or maybe I was texting, or maybe I, I was feel on like, the phone and texting. I feel like if she maybe, honked, he would have turned off the blinker. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I do? No. I honk on other people's behalf to get them in trouble. Like, say there's a left <laughs> lane and there's a right lane, and I'm in the left lane here and the right lane here, and then a guy comes in on a merging <laughs> lane and cuts not. somebody off in front of him. I'm in the left lane, but I go, oh, you should oh honk. My God. <laughs> honk. And then it's like I look at the guy. <laughs> they start arguing. Why do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I look, look at that guy like, well, I can't believe honked at him over that. And also, you can just hog by putting your hand down below where anybody can see yeah, you. Just yeah. lay on the horn and just like look around. Like, people you get confused. You need to do the practice of the knee honk and you have your hands up. You're like, like, who's honking? Hey! It's like trying to find like a sniper. So, why did you veer <laughs> off the road? Well, I was trying to honk with my knee. <laughs> That's the worst when you like you hear a honk and you're like, was that at me? Like, no, like, and then you're like, I was driving fine. What the yeah. fuck? Then it wasn't you. No, you're but fine. You're fine. I get, yeah, no, I get you paranoid. Get, you get paranoid about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like I was fine. I wasn't doing anything. Or like you get the honk when the instant the light turns green. Like I'm a human. I'm yeah. not a robot. Some, some places you'll get your ass kicked just for honking a horn. Yeah. Yeah. You probably got someone beat up. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who cares? I feel like there should be multiple <laughs> honk sounds. Like yeah, happy, you happy, honk. That's what I said. happy honk. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying I'm agreeing with you. I yeah. Think that's a good idea. Why not? I no. I agree with that. There should be a there should be a separate nice honk or like. 
or just say, hey, I'm not mad at you. Just like a kick Well, you know, back in the 70s and the early 80s when I was growing up in Houston, Texas, I remember like sometimes you'd have the like cucaracha honk, you know, right? That's never an asshole honk. Like anybody honks that, but that's no matter what you're doing, you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. That's surely the only honk. Surely that's all they got. That's all they had. That's it. That's it. that was to let you know to go at a green light, <laughs> to let you know you're being a dickhead. You know, <laughs> the whole time it made you happy. That was the thing. Feel like it's positive just... reinforcement. <laughs> you're like, oh if, yeah. Oh, if you song. could, if you could record one like vocal from yourself, that would be your horn. Hey, the fun. You'd be the fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would yours be? I wouldn't do me. I do. I'd have you do your old message tone. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I would be like. Hi! <laughs> I just wouldn't do it because then I never use my stupid horn ever. What, what you could you could do a pretty good yell though. You're like you're like hey hey yeah. You could do one of them. No, I would just do like literal one. I would just you press the and you share honk. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's what my my aim tones were uh, after a while when I was using AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, I had Jason record his voice saying the incoming and outgoing message. I was like booly booly. <laughs> so every time I'd be talking with someone, just give me Jason's voice constantly going, booty, Did you like those. it? Everyone else hated it. I copied it. I had those files too. Booty, <laughs> booty. Is there a standard? Like, is there a government standard for what a horn has to sound like? Like a it's frequency? A, yeah, and... it's F. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, is it true? Yeah. It's what the, are you it's... talking about? How do you know that? Just fucking look it up, man. I don't know. Do you have a really high IQ? Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's old. You asked me. You, learn, say yes. <laughs> you pick up shit. I mean, it's, it's like you know, I'm sure he doesn't want to know that. No, I bet every horn's not F. It's uh the standard. The standard U.S. horn is in the key of F. What if you want to uh, harmonize? Uh, just then fucking get a different car. I don't know. <laughs> get get a car that's made in fucking your, yeah, your country or something, correct. right? <laughs> what's, what's Europe's horn left? Is it, is Europe F? All I know is you need you need to change your emergency vehicle. The sirens? I hate the European ones. The wow, What's that? Nino. 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 I don't know why. If I ever hear that in something, I'm like, immediately no, it's in Europe. And you know I'm just what's mad. good about like English police cars and stuff? They're reflective. They're like bright yellow fluorescent colors, so you can see them. Yeah. Your police cars are black. Yeah, because yeah, not always. Because our cops black are black and white. Sometimes they're black and blue. They don't really stand out. They're trying to catch you. The, yeah. Actually, the, the police cars in Austin used to be all white with blue accents, but then the previous police chief, when he started, he said that he complained that the police cars in Austin look like taxis. So he changed them to the black and white color. Taxis are yellow. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that was his. That was his complaint. Was that he said Austin police cars look like taxis. Mm. Well, also UK police have no authority. I mean. So who cares? You can see them. They can be in a fucking ice cream truck. It's fine. What are they gonna do? They'd be great if cops John? <laughs> ice cream trucks. That'd be the best. It's like you're not like everybody would love cops in the neighborhood. Then, right? the you know, like, here's a sorry, you're going five miles over the speed Kids limit. Here's chasing, your ticket, but here's yeah. your dip cone too. People yeah. would be chasing the cop cars, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> I do think they should separate the traffic control and authority from police officers. I think so, because I don't like the fact. That whenever I see a police car, my initial reaction is, oh shit. Hit you shouldn't brakes. feel that way about the police. The like, yeah. usually, you see a cop nearby, you're like, oh, thank God there's a cop around in yeah. case something happens. Oh, so you thank, view him as it, only serving and not protecting. Right. It's like, it's, when I, now when I see a cop out, a cop car, I'm like, uh oh, 
I'm doing something wrong. I watch myself, which is really weird as a white dude. Yes, they think right? you know. Oh, like, oh my god! Like, oh my! I'm so scared. That's just. I mean, honestly, we told this story uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, I think, or three weeks ago now, about that I was waiting at a red light and there was a cop in front of me, and all of a sudden he hits his lights and just drove. No, he just behind me because he drove past me. He drove up on the curb and drove through somebody's front lawn to make a right turn. Whoa! Yeah, and I was like, uh, and Gus pointed out afterwards. He goes, he goes. That's the definition of privilege. Like, you're a white dude. That's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a cop do is drive across somebody else, somebody else's lawn. I was like, that's a really good fucking point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Still, though, I'm pretty pissed about that, about the cop driving over the lawn. I know. I've had two, I've had two incidents where cops pointed a gun at me. You ever had that? No. I've been handcuffed once. I've never been arrested, but I've been handcuffed once. you've been handcuffed? What the hell are you doing? Stall Street sign in Galveston. 69th Street. My brother's girlfriend. She's a fucking idiot. You stole the 69th yeah. Street sign. Yeah, we were like, yeah. I was like, but why? I was like, 16. why? Why? They why? Why would you steal that watching sign? That sign 24 seven. 16 too. Who are you 69ing? <laughs> when you were that age, you weren't 69ing anybody. <laughs> no, you were trying to 69 yourself. You're like trying to make it work somehow. <laughs> you know, at 14, I could do that. Well, anyway, that's just a nine. It's it just a sad nine. It's <laughs> yeah, like a crushed nine. When, when, what age were you when you first 69 someone? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I Wait, that's, a great, that's, a, that's a great question. Do you 69 someone or do you just participate in 69? Uh, I don't know. Because you, all you can do is... It, do you initiate or... You can only you, do half first of that. Of all, are you the you six can six or, the nine? or nine. <laughs> Which one are you? The six or the nine? Where's the camera? Yeah. Good, good question. Too Heavy. much multitasking. I mean, what are you... Are you guys out of time? I'm hoping multitasking. I, You've only got I'm to focus on one thing. One day. No! Oh, yeah. You gotta focus on two things. Well, oh, yeah, I'm really gonna get focused on getting sucked off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanna enjoy just it? Sit there and get sucked you off. You wanna enjoy it? No, if you're 69, you gotta, you gotta do something too. You can't just. I think I th all you gotta do is work on your end and try not to fart. <laughs> Am I right? Well, you do wanna enjoy it, Gav, when you're not in a 69 and you're just getting regularly sucked off. Yeah. You're not doing your taxes or anything else, like multitasking. Although, that would be that. a great way to do taxes. It would be. <laughs> I would be looking forward to tax day. I was thinking I was close to doing another you battery, my accountant. I'm really not gonna get there. We, we don't got like a 69 base sponsor. Is April 15th gonna get here yet? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So Sorry. what are you thinking about during that? Uh, you're asking me when Baseball. my date was. <laughs> what am I thinking about during 69? I'm concentrating on what I'm doing here, and I'm concentrating on what's going on here. But what? 69 sucks because you're what's your ratio. You're concentrating on doing something while you're also concentrating on receiving pleasure, and you can't do it. But it's, surely it's, it's like it, it's the it's the worst position in the world. The 69 <laughs> position is actually completely stupid. It really is. But what's your focus split? <laughs> it seems Are you like, like 90 thing? Like if you've got like five minutes and that's it. <laughs> It's like, well, we can't get to you and me. Like, so between classes at school? Yeah, I don't know what it is. But how much, like, what percentage are you focusing on one thing? Like, are you 90 and 10? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I didn't like, it's not like a chess match where I'm like hitting the, the stopwatch <laughs> thing. And, uh, I don't know. I just think, like, you're concentrating on receiving and you're concentrating. You, you, you can't be 90% on getting sucked off and 10% on doing your it's job. It's probably 50-50. <laughs> It's probably, where the, it's probably where the 69 comes from. That's 6931. That's what it is. That's what it means. 69% of my attention is devoted. You give 69% of the attention and 31% is you receiving. You know, right. It works out. You know, sometimes they'll clip out a bit of this podcast for Facebook and it'll be like a quirky meme little clip. You think this is going to be that clip? I hope probably. Not. It, could, it could be. Are you saying oh that so it won't be? You're hoping this won't be it? Oh my God. No, I'm hoping it won't be. So, well, I can't even tell you what the age was that I first 69, but it had to be college. 
Had to be. And and did you make that move? You you. I like, was let's, married. Let's try something. <laughs> so, What's that? I don't. I, maybe I don't know. It is a move though, because it's a full rotation. I and, you know, like when you, and you were changing positions. The other person sometimes tries to figure out. Like there's like a. It's almost like a lumbata. <laughs> yeah, know, like a dance move. It's very little nudges, and that's it. Like you're leading a little bit. Like I'll go this way or go that way. We're doing this. And so sometimes the person goes upside down. You're like, no, 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 we're not yeah. going that way. We're going. I feel like way. it's unromantic to be like <clears throat> sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's agree. like you're putting an order in. Uh, I'll take a number sixty nine right now. But this, but the sixty nine move is like the full rotation. So I guess you do have to discuss it beforehand because the other person's like, where are you going? It's like, what's? Could you do it while you're in her mouth? Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone what in an audio booth over there. <laughs> sound like a laugh under the, in the walls. No They're in the booth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. Oh, so first of all, it's like it's like one of the. It would be like rotating like this, right? You're, you're, yeah, like it's the bitsy spider on yeah, the, uh, the pivot point. <laughs> That's it. It's the it's the bitsy spider. That's it. It's yeah. The bitsy, yeah. I feel like you get to like ninety <clears throat> degrees of rotation. The spout, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like she tried to keep up for a while, and then after a while, like oh okay, see, so it's coming around. Yeah. yeah. I nah. feel like this. I mean, it's a dangerous move. If this, yeah, it's complex. It seems I'm overrated. I would say overrated. Overrated. Huh? It's overrated. It seems like it, done the wrong way. Time. You know, it can slice your penis off. You know what you really got to be careful of. You know, before you sixty nine is uh, proper grooming. Really? And is that I right? Think nice. That is it, by the way, are we introducing our next sponsor? By the way, this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> You heard me talk about the amazing shave I get from my Dollar Shave Club razor, <laughs> especially shove. when I use it with their Dr. Carver shave butter. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm adding even more Dollar Shave Club products to my daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. Uh, they got me looking and feeling amazing. Uh, I use Dollar Shave Club uh, for just about everything. They got me covered head to toe, uh, and it's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients and deliver it right to you. That means no more annoying trips to the store, cruising up and down aisles, looking at shelf upon shelf of what the hell is that and what do I do with it. Uh, now's a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get your first month with their best razor along with the travel size version of shave butter, body cleanser, and yes, even butt wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the Dollar Shave Club starter set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Dollar Shave Club, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Oh, that's awesome. I love Dollar Shave Shave Club, by the way. I got a lot of real estate to shave. Oh, up yeah. Here. yeah. Do you have to buzz it. that every day and shave that off? Man, every day is what I do. Look that's at this. good. Look it's this. a good thank, sheen. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Do you think anyone has ever burned an ant through a magnifying glass? Yes. With light bounced off their head. Oh shit! And could that be done? You can't you know, get enough light so. bounced off your head. I don't think. Why not? You could concentrate it enough. Yeah. Enough, and then concentrate it. What well, if you had a polished head? I think your head, like, it doesn't reflect enough light for that. Yeah, it probably doesn't. I had a friend in college. His name was Adrian, and he had shaved head. And <clears throat> whenever he crossed the big dorm here is Jester. How many people live in Jester? Yeah, Maddie does. <laughs> Are you do you sure? drive there frequently? Yeah. Do where they do you know you live where, there? Where do you Are you park? on like a lease officially or anything? She has a parking space, but no car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, that's, that's her dorm. But uh, he would cross the courtyard in Jester, and the grackles would dive bomb his head every time. <laughs> it was shiny. Yeah, it was just like they'd make a run and just like dive in his head. He'd have Dangerous. to like scatter like and run like he was you know avoiding bombs from a B seventeen bomber or something like that. He's like hey, one hand over his head, and just running as fast as he could. So, I always thought it was funny. I laugh my ass up every time I saw it. <laughs> do, you, do you know him still? 
No, I don't. I'm trying to remember what his last name That'd is. That'd be great in slow-mo. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting to see. <laughs> I could ask him. I, that happened to me once where I was just I'm walking, a- and for, like, for no reason, like I'm just walking down the street, and then like a pigeon flew right into my head. David, I think. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You can fly anywhere. Why are you flying this low and then right at my fucking head? Stupid bird. Are you one of those people too, if a bird gets too close to you, you, you take a swat at it? Like, if I can grab no. a bird or hit, oh, totally with me. If a seagull or something comes near me, I try to hit him. Yeah, Lindsay said her mom punched a pigeon in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, first, of all, first of all, there's a shit ton of pigeons in Trafalgar Square. Well, right? one less yeah, today. Everywhere, well, right? there were. I think they culled a bunch of them. How did they do that? They just put up a sign that says no pigeons allowed. No pigeons. <laughs> pigeons, you're you're not you're not wanted. Get out of here. Get out. Yeah. Just the queen comes out and goes, "All right, fuck off." <laughs> no, after, after Brexit, they just couldn't handle it. They went yeah. back to mainland yeah. Europe. Went to Portugal. <laughs> Got the fuck out of there. They are everywhere in Trafalgar Square. Trafalgar Square, though, right? Yeah. I'm not even pronouncing that correctly. Trafal- Trafalgar. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What else should we talk about? We're coming to the end of the podcast. So I want to make sure we talk Are we about coming it. to the end? Yeah. Oh Do you want to talk more oh, about, I, let's talk about man, the big man, project. All these I would love of paper. to talk. I know, I brought some pieces of paper here. And we, we, honestly, didn't, we didn't elaborate on the on the Bendy news. We, we, we did not, and and uh, we'll save the best for last. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, People Bendy People are looking a it up bit. online, though. I'm really excited. What's that? People are looking it up online. They're very Thank excited. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad they're excited. By the way, we have a lot of, uh, of affiliates, RT affiliates, that, that already have been making like uh, Bendy uh, music videos and some things like that. These guys uh, that uh, the Meatly Games, whatever, they're they're a really cool group of guys. Mike Mood in particular is a guy that um, uh, has a real pure heart. He's a Canadian guy, so you know he's like a, he's an awesome dude. Um, but but more than than Bendy the English Machine, I want to really uh, spotlight something that they're doing right now, <clears throat> okay. which I think is really cool. They have this thing called the Mood Foundation. Mike and Jillian Mood. Uh, created the Mood Foundation, and it's, and it's it's for independent game developers um, up in up in Canada. But honestly, anybody that, that that wants to learn or wants to to be a part of a network, these guys are giving back, and uh, that's one of the reasons why I really liked um, when I first met them. Not only are they they making a really cool game that 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 uh, uh, that I, personally, I, <clears throat> it's right up my alley, but. Uh, uh, but there's also like a whole group of people that are really digging uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine, and there's already merchandise out in the stores and stuff like that. But they also realize Mike Mood and and uh, the Meatly and uh, Mike's uh, wife Jillian Mood and and the, the guys that work there, along with folks like Fat Mojo, uh, that are their partners in merchandise and whatnot. They're uh, they're giving back to the community, which is really cool. So uh, the success that they're that they have that gives them an, uh, a platform to spotlight other independent uh, game developers and that's what they're that's what they're using their platform for and I think that's really that's really freaking cool. So for the folks that are listening right now, uh, uh, look up uh, the Mood Foundation. Um, it's Mike and Jillian Mood. It's the it's the folks that are that are making Bendy and the Ink Machine. And uh, if you're a budding uh, game developer, or you're an aspiring game developer, then by all means, uh, you know, get in touch with folks. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of resources out there for you if uh, if you want to make games. And there's a community there. And and I think that's what it's really all about. I think, you know, when I came to Rooster Teeth, it felt like it's all about community, right? Even this year is about, is it a year of community and mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, building community and, and is, is one of the most important parts of what we do. And uh, it's really cool to see folks that are just uh, now, uh, you know, 
getting some success or getting some attention. And uh, the first thing that they do is they want to give back. And I, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to spotlight in particular about, uh, about the Meatly Games and, and uh, the Mood Foundation. Um, we're going to be revealing some more stuff later on throughout the year about uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. And I think that uh, the folks out there are really going to love it. Um, but, uh, but that's enough. We can, we can stop talking about Bendy. If we want to talk about any RT game stuff or whatever, I did have something, and I'll, and I'll leave this for you well, now. We have our project. That's, we, we can't have say the our name project. of, which I wish we, we could. We have our project. I have to warn Bernie. So, don't say the code name or the so, secret name. If I may... Why not? Um, you can do it if you name. want to. It's code just I, I'm calling it Project Codename. But well, there's a code I also name. think the code name might imply something different too. Like people hear it and think, okay, we got it. It's literally just an animal, yeah. right? You yeah. know, it's like Longhorn was Windows 10 or Windows. Longhorn yeah. was Windows. I think it was Vista, wasn't it? Yeah, but, something like that. Yeah. But so here, here's the thing that we're doing with uh, this Project Codename, whatever. It's a sci-fi first-person shooter. It's yes. set in the future. And and right now, I'd love to get some audience feedback if you don't mind. Could I do that? Please. All I right. think this is the first time so, a lot of them are hearing about it. So. Um, this is set so far in the future that there's, uh, you know, language evolves. I don't know if you know this or not, but, but uh, if you ever read the Canterbury Tales by Chaucer, whatever, the oh, yeah. uh, the introduction of the Canterbury Tales is done in, in, in Middle English. It's in English, and it's like wanderapulum the shortasote, the drutramach and pese to the rote, and badaravivane is switchly. Right, that's English, right? That's English from like 500 years ago. Yeah, English. Old English. That's English that you should understand better than I understand. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> Anyway, the point is, though, is that language is almost indecipherable, except unless you, you know what I mean. That said, uh, we're trying to come up with some far future language. Gotcha. Okay. Right. All right. So, so you ready? Sound like a different language? D does, well, or just the occasional word. You, know, you still it, it, language you, evolves. You're still gonna. It does evolve, and you're still gonna have to like. It's gonna have to sound somewhat like English. But but here we. It's it's uh, catchphrases, jargon, and so on. And I got some examples Frack. that are terrible, and some that are good, and we mixed them up. And, and I'd love to get viewer uh, votes or whatever. All right, you ready? All right. These are most like how are people going to give you feedback? Uh, you can just say like, "Hey, I like that," or "That sucked," or whatever. Give you us, know, uh, feedback on the hashtag RT podcast. podcast. Yes. All right, there you go. <laughs> the RT podcast hashtag is now going to be just gibberish and nonsense. I love it. it. So, if you do something really cool in this game that we're making internally, right? Like something's really awesome. Something's we're not going to spoil anything about the game. Don't yeah, panic, yeah. everybody. Yeah. So I've got some. I've got some things. I'll give you. I'll give you one. You can you can you can do some of these. You can you can say some of these. Yeah, give me one oh, to say. Shoot, I'm missing one. one. I'm, oh, here we go. Take oh, that one. You know, oops, then, then, don't show mine to the audience. Uh, I got go. this one. All right. <clears throat> I like so, I like that you didn't like this one and gave it to me, Gavin. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I was just passing right. it down. So yeah, just, you read it. What I like to do asshole. is like if, if you'll one? just read like the num first one on your card, Gus. If you tell me like something good, it's it's awesome, right? Wap smacky. Wap smacky. There you go. That's not bad. Got mine. Can you do mine? Who janky? I like who janky. I like who janky. It's fun to say. Jiggy dat. <laughs> what do you think? That's nineties. That's no. Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> I, I got that. jiggy with it. So, some of these are, 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 are terrible on purpose. We we mixed some in there so that we could see if the audience was actually being. Uh, <laughs> if they like Matt, it, then we know would we got love saying that one. <laughs> All right. So what's another one? Pop sticky. <laughs> Poppy, don't sloppy. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect for it's you. It's a fun game. <laughs> hey, is that? Is it, do I say the first part of that word just like it's? Yep. Not not e, but why? Shino not, slurping. Shino slurping. Oh my! I whistled a little bit on that. Did you hear that? Mm -mm. Oh man! Like my bottom teeth sometimes I whistle when I talk. Uh, so. it falling out. That's I can't sad. do it again. That's oh, problem. It's like perfect. It's like a it's a button in a rare car and GTA. Totally recorded it. So I don't know if anybody's liking these or not, but this is what we're trying to come up with. You can see how hard this is, by the way. These things will just roll off the tongue. Yeah. Anyway, can you? Who Janky's getting some votes? I'm happy. I like Who Janky? Get my belt. 
Get my belt. <laughs> right? Uh, By the way, that could be for like a uh, 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 machinery. It could be for like your belt. belt? What yeah. would this be for? It sounds pretty specific. Who got the meats? Oh, I'm sorry. I was watching an Arby's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> this one feels like a uh, kind of like a brush off for a compliment. Shit. Ain't nothing but two dudes honking. Hey. <laughs> ain't, ain't that one right there. <laughs> is it like a good winner. happy hey, honk or a sad honk? It's just two dudes honking. Hey, I don't ain't know. nothing but two dudes honking, man. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is. Who's janky? Come on. Like. <laughs> Wap smacky. <laughs> <laughs> so we could say that it's a sci-fi. I think F based off the language that we've been using here, it's clearly sci-fi. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You yeah. see anything? You see, I mean, you were saying this from your intro of it. I have a bad habit, David Eddings, of revealing information about things that we're supposed to keep secret. Hop sticky. Ah. So I just tell people, don't tell me. You know, because I might reveal on the podcast, but that's just two dudes honking. As far as I'm <laughs> hey, that's that's all it is. It's nothing but two dudes honking. That's all right? it is. Yeah. Why are you even worried about it? Yeah. Before we started the podcast, you said you were talking about this stuff, and Bernie walked up, and I said, "Hey, we're talking about Project Code Name. Don't say the code name." <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "You." I interrupted. You. I was like, "Stop. Hold on for a second. And I turned. I like that it has a code name and a up. special code name just for Bernie to use. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but just to be clear, though, Maddie also said, "Whatever you do." Don't tell anyone in live action I have a car. I was like, oh, absolutely. She's <laughs> <laughs> laughing. <laughs> what if Hashtag. you get her fired? Uh, what's that? What if she gets fired now? I mean, you know, I'm sure she can lie her way into another job. I mean, <laughs> probably at this company. <laughs> probably. This is her second time here. Yeah, she's understand. an intern. Right? Yeah. She can't get fired. Yeah. No, but this is her second intern job here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Her second intern Just job. change your name. You'll be good to go. You'll be fine. Let's get a mustache. Like no, I'm I'm muddy. <laughs> you know, what'd be funny is like I'm, on Monday when we get back from RTX Sydney, I'll uh, walk into Matt's office and it'll just be Maddie behind his desk. <laughs> like I'm the CEO. I'm Maddie Holm now. <laughs> this By is what way, happened when you were gone. I see how this show devolves as time goes on, as uh, the alcohol uh, yeah. gets uh, gets consumed. It's and, what we do, Dave. Yeah, right on. Well, you know what. I've had a great time, by the way. I don't know if this is the end of the show. No, no, we're, we're, we're there. It's, it's, but uh, it's but thank you very up. much for having me. This has been hey, fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate everyone. Thanks for joining us on this episode of yeah. the, the, Four Dudes Honking. The, the final episode of the Rusty <laughs> Podcast. Jiggy Dat. Uh, all right, so thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, for first members, stay tuned for a post-show. Not live, but later. Also, we have an Bye. internship coming available in the live action department <laughs> if you want to apply for it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <sighs>